a reading from the letter to the Ephesians. Remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth, called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one, and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances, that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him, both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are also built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. The Word of the Lord.
and told them all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to the deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure And they went away in the boats to the deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived at Kenneth. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret, and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him, and rushed about the whole region, and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was, and wherever he went, to villages, or cities, or farms. They laid the sick in the marketplace and begged him. They felt touching with the fringe of his clothes, and all who touched it were healed. The gospel of the Lord. Thank you. 
separating it from the sky and only partially walls to keep out the elements of God's breath. In Celtic spirituality, all of creation is the church that has been built by our Creator. And the churches we humans build are merely a side house. I love that. It does not belittle a side house of ours. So much as put things in perspective for us, sometimes we need a perspective check, don't we? And we got to eavesdrop on a major perspective check given to King David by God in today's reading from Second Samuel. All summer we've been reading through the first and second Samuel. These are the stories of our ancestors as they became established in the Holy Land and began to build a society. Today we hear the very human moment when King David has built himself a castle of Peter. And then he realizes that God is still living in the tent of Paul. How amazing. You see, when the Israelites were traveling across the wilderness for those many years, they had built the Ark of the Covenant for God, and they held it in a movable tent. There were no men. But now that David had settled into a permanent home and the Israelites were no longer nomadic, God should probably be given a permanent house too, right? So David decides to build God a house. But God had a different sense of abiding. And David does. God reminds David through the prophet Nathan that God has never once requested a house to live in, that it is by God's power and not by human power that houses are built in the first place. And by houses, God means protection, legacy, relationship. God reminds David that it is God who has built safety for enemies. It is God who has built the It is God who takes what we have offered of our lives and extends these offerings far beyond our own lives. So God said, Yes, you may build a house in my name, but I am the one who will establish a kingdom. I am uncontainable parent, you will be my children, and you will abide in the house of me. Today, I think we are having this same conversation. Here in this side chapel of God's great big church of all creation, we sometimes need a perspective check. Here, where we have built a house in God's name, we need to remember that nothing we build can fully contain a God who is everywhere in all things, in all names, in all people, in all prayers and practices, in all traditions. Walls removed, we know ourselves to be in prayer alongside Catholic. 
their cells, immigrants in their fear, the powerful in their sin, the powerless in their pain, God in God's everywhere house. I think we need this I also think we need to bring more of what's outside in and more of what's in here out. Walking along the bus, I'm lying about me last week. I was in absolute awe of the ocean. The crystal cold water warmed my spirit. The rhythm of the waves brought that heart into my ears. I laughed in agreement as my daughter repeatedly this is so awesome. Out in the world, I see the lies and pain and destruction, and I wonder, often in despair, what to do. In my daily life, I dash from here to there, getting things done, answering emails, preparing food, getting stuff in traffic. Here at church, I listen to stories of God's people. I take God into my life and you in the sacraments. I soak up the companionship of my fellow Christians. So what I dream for us is that we can take down the walls, find the courage and creativity to take the walls down between the ocean cliffs and the blue sea, between the traffic jam and the altar, that we can know ourselves always to be in God's church, Always to be listening, always to be in awe, always to be aware of God's heartbeat, heard in every breath, that in hearing God's heartbeat, we may fall into step with it and learn to abide in a whole new way.
praise you for your saints who are entered into 